This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch.
Pagpagsapag sa palaran Mahigit isang daan taong samahan Sa labanan at pakikibaka Walang iwanan sa hirap at ginhawa Bawat munting tagumpay at higaya Nagsasayang barangay Hinebra Magkakabarkada Buong bansa'y magkakakilala Laging buhay Ang ating pag-asa Taga rito ka Sa barangay Ginebra And just like that mga kabarangay E Septyembre na po Sa Pilipinas e nagpapatugtog na po tayo Ng mga Christmas songs Dahil lang Pilipinas ang merong pinakamahabang Christmas season. Dito naman sa Aotearoa, New Zealand, ay eh, nag-umpisa na po ang uh, spring season. No? September, October, November. Ano ba ang kahulugan ng spring? Ito pong spring ay ang uh, rebirth, renewal, ang pagkasibol ng mga bulaklak, mga halaman, mga puno, mga bunga, mga prutas. Yan po, a significance or signification or signifying life. Yan po, spring has sprung. Ako po inyong uh, kaibigan sa Papawid, ang inyong barangay Big Brother, dito po sa Barangay New Zealand. si Cardinal Chito Tagle ng Manila. Tayo ng magkape at pandasal. Pagnilayan po natin, ilaan ang sarili sa Diyos. Kapistahan po ngayon ng paghahandog sa batang si Jesus sa templo. Inilaan ni na Maria at Jose ang kanilang anak para sa Diyos. Sinasabi nila sa Diyos, ang batang ito ay iyong iyo, ang kinin mo siya. Malimit, nagpapaangkin tayo kung kani-kanino o kung ano-ano. Hindi natin namamalayan, inangkin na pala tayo ng paghahanap sa pera, ng paghahangad na sumikat o maging makapangyarihan, ng galit o selos, ng ating cellphone, ng ating Facebook, at marami pang iba. Sana po, magpaangkin tayo sa Diyos. Samahan natin si Jesus sa pagsasabi, O Diyos, ako ay sa iyo. Inilalaan ko ang aking sarili para sa iyong salita, katotohanan, katarungan, pag-ibig at kapayapaan. Narito ako, Ama, para sa iyo lamang. Amen.
Welcome back to uh, PSTB5 Online. I'd like to apologize for the technical issues that uh, it's my fault. It's uh, all my fault. It's not the fault of Rowling, Celine, and Queer Boy. It's my fault, really. Uh, apologies. So uh, we jump right into our uh, discussion. So we have our two Filipina candidates for the Miss Canorao New Zealand 2021 pageant, uh, Rowling Milford from Palmerston North, uh, give away Roblin so that they will know it's you and uh, Celine, Celine Martin uh, from uh, Auckland and all the way in the Philippines, uh, Kuya Boy Villasanta who will be our uh, reactor and also uh, will uh, you know in interact with our with our candidates. Okay, so uh, Celine, uh, you, you've been talking to Kuya Boy and uh, Roblin uh, offline. So, queer boy, it's time for you to ask your questions. Can we start about rolling now? Okay. Yes, queer boy. Uh, the first question, of course, uh, it's uh, a typical question in a beauty contest. Uh, Zeline, uh, Roblin, I'll start with Roblin. Roblin, what uh, motivated you? What um, uh, gave you? What inspired you to uh, join this uh, Miss uh, Canaro New Zealand 2021 pageant? So first of all, for those who are watching who are unaware of Miss Canaro, Miss Canaro or the word Canaro means be diverse in Te Reo Māori, which is the indigenous language of Aotearoa New Zealand. And the reason why I joined this pageant is because of the word. Karunao means be diverse. And I really want to spread that message throughout Aotearoa, if not through the world. And through my experience of experiencing with a lot of mental health issues, body insecurity, and a lot of you know uncertainties in life because of our high standards in society, I want to encourage young girls and young people to be themselves. And I want to showcase the true authentic Roblin and sh show the people that although beauty standards can age, being yourself is always timeless. Mm -hmm. Celine, how about you? What uh, made you decide uh, to uh, enter this uh, pageant? I'm a person who's been really insecure and um, just being really timid when it comes to showing myself to other people and just um, like voicing out what I have in my mind. And I just want to use this opportunity to come out of my comfort zone and um, approach other people as well to come out of their comfort zone and not be afraid of who they are and um, just bring out their own beauty no matter what anyone tells them, no matter what the social media shows them. And yeah, just embrace their own unique traits. Mm -hmm. 
in the Philippines uh, beauty contest, uh, one of the phases of uh, a beauty contest here in the Philippines is uh, for any international uh, beauty pageants that I have been observing. Uh, one of the phases is uh, the interaction among uh, the candidates, you know, the contestants. So have you been uh, interacted with uh, the other contestants uh, from uh, uh, other uh, uh, regions in your country, uh, uh, Roblin? So we have been interacting with other candidates for Miss Kanudal. There's around about eight or maybe more of us, mm -hmm. and we spread out throughout Aotearoa New Zealand. So there is a few from Auckland, like where Selena's from. There's few from Tauranga. There is few, there's one from New Plymouth. And like myself, I am from Palmerston North. So we are very diverse batch from all over the country that represent different values from our countries, that, that represents different backgrounds and represent the diversity that New Zealand has to offer. Mm -hmm. And Celine, so uh, you're in, you have been interacting with your other uh, fellow contestants. So how does it uh, feel? How do you fare uh, uh, getting along with them? Um, everyone's really so lovely and friendly, um, especially me. I'm really um, shy when it comes to um, con having conversations with other people and uh, with other participants. They really um, made me feel comfortable with the environment I was in. I was um, really um, open with what I had to say. I didn't feel insecure or I didn't feel judged with what I want to do. Yeah. It's really, it's been a great interaction. Yeah, of course, you're, you're both Filipino, you have Filipino blood, no? The, 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 the Filipino blood runs in your veins. So uh, how is it, uh, is that an advantage uh, from uh, the other contestants who are also in the run uh, in this contest? Uh, does it matter? Uh, or or uh, the color doesn't matter? Uh, Roblin. Personally, for me, I, in some way, it is an advantage and not an advantage. It is an advantage for me being a Filipina and carrying Filipino blood because I know that my fellow Kapabayans in New Zealand and also in the Philippines are very vocal and supportive of other Filipinos competing in beauty pageants. But as someone who has experienced being in beauty pageants throughout many times in Aotearoa, New Zealand, I believe that it is not an advantage because every girl, no matter where they're from or what ethnicity they are or what backgrounds they, they are from, they, they can, everyone has an advantage to do well in this competition. It's not about where you're from, but it's how, how you represent yourself in, in this very extravagant and prestigious pageant. How about you, Celine? I believe um, the Filipino community, um, even in New Zealand, it's a really tight community. Everyone knows everyone. Um, just like when you see a, a random Filipino pass by, you smile at them because you know, like, oh, this is um, this is another Filipino, same as me, in a different country. And I feel like that really brings us together, and especially in a really diverse um, country like New Zealand. New Zealand, and I feel that I feel like that puts us in an advantage because of the support that we can get from our community but I think when it comes to just 
um, the Filipino blood that shapes what our appearances are and our um, um, skin color, I don't think it's an advantage because every ethnicity has the same um, opportunity that we have. It's just the way that we present ourselves to to other people and like how we how we're confident with what we have. Mm-hmm. Does your contest, this this contest, undergo uh, a certain uh, phase like uh, elimination round, uh, the finals, uh, the final uh, uh, ten, the, the final twenty? Do you have that sort of uh, elimination rounds, uh, Roblin? No, but uh, we are very small group, so we don't have any elimination rounds, and we are. St- and everything is still in the air in terms of the structure of the finals. So as I said, there's only eight or nine of us. So we all tend to sit together and help one another improve each other's um, confidence and really empower one another to become the best version of ourselves and enjoy the journey. Because I know for a lot of girls, it can be very overwhelming and quite frightening to join a pageant. So luckily here in New Zealand, it's all about being relaxed and enjoy this once in a lifetime opportunity. I see you. So Celine, uh, so uh, how, how does this uh, uh, beauty contest, this uh, uh, pageant that you're joining in, uh, has it affected your uh, uh, personal life or does it uh, bring out the, the the best or what the worst in you uh, what have you been experiencing uh, very oddly in this kind of uh, competition I think um, for now it's I've had a lot of benefits when it comes to character development just going out of um, like my limitations trying to um, start topics with talking to people like this talking to um um, sitting down and having an interview with a live stream mm-hmm. is very, very new to me. And it's really uh, a turning point, actually, because um, it really um, helps me to get out of my comfort zone and just um, just not be afraid of new things and be really adaptable to any opportunity that I get. So it's really a big change for me. Roblin, Roblin, I'm, I'm quite uh, curious. Uh, what do you think is your asset to clinch the title? What do you think uh, is your best uh, uh, trait that could clinch the title? There are so much personal traits, I believe, that can be an advantage. But if I had to choose one, it would be my determination. Over the Mm -hmm. past year, I've been through a lot of struggles in my life, especially with my mental health, but I overcome it. I feel that I can learn that that to 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 be determined to become the best version of myself to and be determined to give what I got and become the best version of myself and hope that through my determination to be my authentic self, it can be a way for me to continue to clinch the title and somewhat contribute and continue the message of being be uniquely you which is part of my campaign throughout this journey yeah you talk about mental health uh, can you please elaborate uh, what kind of uh, experience uh, have you uh, 
have you gone through uh, this kind of uh, mental health uh, issue? Can you can you elaborate? Can you please enlighten us about that? So my mental health has started when I was a young kid. I had body image issues as a young kid, um, mainly because I was quite thin and people used to bully me and pick on me. And I know it was out of love, but it definitely shaped who I am. And through that, I've gained a lot of anxiety throughout my life, and especially last year with the pandemic and being locked in your own home, especially in isolation, I really had to face with my demons and that's where I became very low and very depressed. And mm -hmm. that's when I started to lose myself. And that's one of the most scariest things about mental health is losing your identity and knowing that other people see you losing your identity. And for myself, for anyone who's going through mental health, I would strongly advocate and firmly believe that it is okay to reach out for help. It is the most scariest thing that you can do, but it is one of the most courageous things that you can do because you can finally be on a path to, to find yourself once again and to be on the right path to be able to control your mental health and not the mental health control you. How was your, how, how was your parents uh... Uh, reacting to your uh, to your issue, uh, how supportive were them? My parents, they're very conservative, as always. Like many older parents are, especially from you know their generations from the 1950s and 40s. So that's okay. where they were born and how they grew up. So they don't, mm -hmm. they're not very well educated on mental health. But I've always been open to them. And of course, they, they're unsure on how to react or what is the best advice to give me throughout my struggling times. But they've always been supportive with me and making sure that I am keeping my feet on the ground and always on the right path and supporting me all the way. And I believe that's really important to have a really close knit supporting, um, supporting you throughout the whole way, especially through the most difficult times. Mm -hmm. Celine, uh, of course, Roblin here is uh, espousing uh, the, you know, the enlightenment of people on mental health. How about you? What is your advocacy personally uh, carrying uh, with this uh, contest? Um, I think I actually have two, but if I would have to choose, it would be um, just protection um, for, from child be from children being abused by their parents or just just traumatic experiences because i think um from things that i've learned in psychology um your childhood experience will really shape you to what you will um, grow up to and i feel and i really believe that um it's important for a child to live in a healthy environment so that they could um really have a nourished life and a and an enlightened life and so that yeah, so basically anything that would um, improve a child's um, experience while they, you know, like they grow up, they grow and then they, um, they just explore their, the world around them. And I think it's very important to guide them and um, um, help them to, to have that healthy environment so that they can grow their best potential and 
Kuya Boy, let's take a break from uh, uh, ask uh, questions about the pageant, and let's uh, and then uh, come back to Kuya Boy. I'd like to find out from uh, Roblin and uh, Celine. La uh, Roblin, Roblin is a is a graduate of a, of a, what's this? A defense and security studies. Yeah. Uh, why why did you uh, take that uh, program with uh, that that course, uh, Roblin? Well, growing up, I've always been interested in watching the news and w wondering how the world works, and as well as watching programs here in New Zealand, such as Border Control, which is about New Zealand mm -hmm. customs and biosecurity, and also Police Ten Seven, which is about focusing on the criminal behavior in Aotearoa, New Zealand. And I was so interested in those type of programs to see why do people do such illegal things for what reason? And mm -hmm. that what attracted me to do security studies and defense to understand the human psychology as well as politics and also national and international security. Are you uh, looking at a career in the defense uh, force, uh, the New Zealand Army, the Air Force, or the Navy, uh, uh, Roblin? Oh, hopefully down the line, maybe after my career is over here in New Zealand Post, or even in after I retire my sash and hang my heels up, maybe I can join the Air Force since mm -hmm. uh, the Ohakia base is only around 30 minutes from where I live. So it's very accessible mm -hmm. to work from mm -hmm. where I live here in Palmston North. Uh, just as a, as a trivia, the Binibining Pilipinas uh, New Zealand 2008, Danica Hibditch is now a New Zealand policewoman. So uh, I think she has been a policewoman for the past three or four years. Now, Celine, how about you? Psychology. What what is it in psychology that attracts you that you want to enroll? So you're in year thirteen. Are you in year thirteen now? Yeah, um, we take psychology as a subject. So mm -hmm. next year it'll be more um, since it's it's gonna be like the course that we'll be studying. It's more specialized there. A any any field? Uh, industrial psychology, guidance and counseling, um, clinical psychology. Uh, 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 do you have any preference? Possibly forensic or clinical. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Forensic. Yep. Very very uh, boy. Very 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 good uh, career choices. No uh, psychology, defense, because these are things that are really real world uh, right now happening. Okay, back to you, queer boy. Yeah, so uh, for, for I, I'm quite uh, curious about Roblin's, uh, you know, your your career background. So, uh, how uh, would you uh, neutralize uh, a beauty contest uh, which uh, oozes with glitz and glamour, and then you 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 your background in uh, uh, the military or in the security force is something else. So how do you blend them? How do you blend the two? Uh, uh, I think it's opposing uh, glitz and glamour. And then you have the real world of, uh, of defense. Uh, uh, of defense. 
I know that for a lot of people, like you said, they may think it's a bit surprising for an individual like myself to join beauty pageants, but also aspire to join the Defence Force. But, you know, for myself and like everybody else, I'm a woman and I'm multifaceted. I can enjoy the glitz and glam, but also have the aspiration to protect my countries and, and be on the front lines for my country when it's needed. And I can be both and anyone can do the same as well with such as like Celine, she wants to be a forensic psychologist or a clinician psychologist and yet she wants to be a, you know, a be aspiring beauty queen. And there's so many of us that can do both because we are women and we can be, we can be whatever we want unless we have our head down and work hard then I see no trouble being a beauty queen and also being a woman in the defense uh, boy. yes yes really. <laughs> uh, boy uh, Roblin will disarm them with her uh, charms <laughs> and beauty <laughs> I was reminded of uh, Sandra Bullock's uh, Miss Congeniality the movie oh, yeah. <laughs> it, guys She's uh, a beauty queen, and at the same time, she's uh, in the secret. Uh, yes, she's FBI. Servant, <laughs> diva. So, did you watch uh, that? Did you watch that, Roblin? Have you watched I've that watched, movie? I've only watched the end of the movie. I haven't watched the oh. full movie, but hopefully, sometime <laughs> soon, I can watch the full movie to keep up to date with what's the <laughs> hype about Miss Congeniality. <laughs> <laughs> That's part one and two, uh, and and I think in her talent portion she did a karate, was it or something like self defense? Do, is there a talent portion in in uh, Miss uh, Kanirao? Do you have a talent uh, like talent night or something? No, but, but ah, um, okay. no, but mm -hmm. Celine, uh, but... as a psychology, yeah, okay, go ahead, Roblin, Roblin, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, no, you can go. No, uh, you, uh, it's interesting uh, about uh, what you were about to say. <laughs> about, uh, yeah, the talent. The, mm. Yeah, the, the, the talent, the, the talent night, the talent fortune of uh, uh, the contest. Anyway, uh, Celine, uh, you're into psychology, so uh, your interaction with your fellow contestants is that in person or virtual? Can you repeat that for me? Sorry. Pardon? Your, your interaction is that virtual or or in person? Uh, you have met them personally, uh, uh, have not with them, uh, talk to them in person, or just virtual like this, like a, a Zoom meeting. Uh, what uh, was the, the What is the form of the interaction? Is that in person? With, with other contestants, contestants. yeah. Um, yes, we met in the Empower Me workshop. I think just last mm -hmm. week. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I met with the girls, with the organizers, with the sponsors. And yeah, I've... so how did you fare? Uh, please, uh, uh, I know, tell us uh, some uh, insights that you have uh, uh, discovered, that you have uh, learned from that uh, particular workshop. Um, first of all, it was a very, very warm environment. Everyone was so friendly, everyone was really helpful, and just just really warm like you could ask anyone for help if you need to you won't you wouldn't even feel like any scared at all because i'm really like a really really shy person and i'm i'm 
didn't feel any like hesitation to reach out to anyone to just talk to anyone and yeah um I've learned a lot with the sponsors as well with um with also just especially with the diversity that we have in the in the pageant it's just so amazing how we're all diverse and how that's a really big impact with you know how how we can um like exchange um different personalities different cultures and that's really that's really like a good place to learn with different people around you and different experiences as well and i think that's a good place for me to to grow my character yeah so you're saying this uh uh this beauty contest of yours uh it doesn't uh encourage competition even friendly competition you mean uh, there's no such thing as uh intense uh uh like uh, uh comparison and contrast or 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 uh, uh like uh character assassination no such thing as that <laughs> backbiting, I really you know? I <laughs> it's a nice atmosphere that's yeah. a nice yeah. atmosphere among uh, beauty pageants because in the Philippines, you could imagine the beauty uh, contest that we have here in the Philippines. There yeah. are a lot of them. <laughs> and uh, uh, most of them are trying to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, they want to prove they're on top of everyone else. They want, they want to uh, topple down each one of them and then uh, emerge as the winner, even unofficially. So uh, <laughs> that, uh, there is no uh, there is no as uh, uh, negative uh, vibrations, negative vibes in your uh, pageant. Is that uh, so, Roblin? Oh, but I think that um, I think the New Zealand pageantry culture here is very tight. We are only very small, and we even have a Facebook group where everyone basically knows everyone. To be honest, we're very small. And the atmospheres in all pageants throughout New Zealand is about empowering one another and be the best version of ourselves and create new, create new and empowered young Kiwis. And to also not only do that, but also rewrite the stereotypes about beauty pageants here in New Zealand. Because I know in New Zealand, they always look down on beauty pageants, but for... For, for myself, Celine, and also the rest of the contestants, we're trying to create this new narrative that beauty pageants is more than just beauty and face and gorgeous gowns, but it's about substance and having a good heart, a good heart that can, that, and the will and the courage to create a difference in our communities. I see. Uh, wow. so There's a lot of... Yes, uh, Kuya Boy. There's a lot of uh, camaraderie in in, uh, in in the pageantry industry here in New Zealand. Uh, I haven't heard of any or seen any scandalous, uh, like you know, situations. And uh, yeah, so it, it's a it's a very friendly uh, atmosphere. So totally different from uh, what we have back home in the Philippines. Yes, it's here in the Philippines. is very competitive. Mm -hmm. Very, uh, you know, uh, cutthroat. Cutthroat competition is uh, the exact uh, word, no? So, yeah. Celine, 
Uh, how are how are how are you voted as uh, contestants in this contest in this pageant? Um, I don't think we did. As, is that for like how you got in the the as a finalist or? Yes. Uh, how are you vote? How are you chosen? Um, um, it's very relaxed. Actually, um, I just I personally just submitted the requirements that I need to give, like um, my photos, um, like other um, papers with residency and stuff. Um, it's not yeah. anything like an addition, I believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's very relaxed. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like an application, uh, Kuya yeah. Boy. So uh, they, they fill up a form and then, uh, yeah, of course, the, the, the criteria are there. So before they submit it, they already, the, 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 the ladies already know uh, which are the criteria. So uh, uh, totally a bit uh, different from us because in the Philippines, someone has to uh, nominate you or or yeah. or put your name forward, right? But here, no, it, it it's a uh, it's a uh, a little bit laid back. Do you have judges like jurors? Uh, do you have a panel of uh, judges, a panel of uh, a jury uh, that uh, would uh, select you, uh, Roblin? Oh, for at the finals night, at the coronation night, and also maybe uh, at the prelims as well. Mm. Mm -mm. Are you the only Filipinas uh, uh, among the contestants? I mean, having Filipina blood uh, in among the Kiwi contestants. Are you uh, the only Filipina Kiwis in the in the list of uh, the candidates? Yes. Again, the I see. I see. So, uh, uh, stand up for our flag. <laughs> stand up for the Philippine and the Kiwi flag, right? Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, Rob Lynn and uh, Celine, how are you encouraging uh, your your fellow uh, Filipina Kiwis in uh, in uh, New Zealand uh, in uh, joining a Bitcoin contest such as this? So, how encouraging are you to other Filipina Kiwis? Can you re can you say it again, Paul? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, how encouraging? Do you encourage them, your your fellow Filipina uh, Kiwis? No. Your, your fellow Filipina Kiwis, Kiwi, no? Uh, mm -hmm. Do you also encourage them to join a beauty con contest such as this, Roblin? Oppa, oppa. Uh, the Filipinos, uh, just like anywhere else in the world, they are very interested in beauty pageants. They're very vocal. They're always, mm -hmm. always wanting to know the up-to-dates with all the pageants here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and also in the Philippines. And as someone who has grown so much, so much confidence through beauty pageants, I really encourage all young Filipino for Filipinas to join beauty pageants because there are so many out there. There's such an abundance, such as Miss Konudal. This is also other beauty pageants as well, as well as our local and ethnic Miss Philippines New Zealand as well that encourages young Filipinos to know their ethnicity, but also use it as a tool to, to empower them to know speaking skills as well as how to become more eloquent and become the best version of themselves and to embrace their unique, their, their unique, unique, sorry, my uniqueness as well. I see. Celine, what, yeah. uh, of course, uh, 
uh, your Uberty contest encourages uh, uh, the the more uh, important things in a woman's life, like uh, uh, compassion to other people, uh, pursuing advocacies for the common good. But aside from that, uh, Celine, what do you see in you physically that uh, could make you uh, a beauty queen? Um, I believe I'm a really high achiever person. Actually, I like every minute. I really want to improve. Um, what any weakness I have, I want to find ways I can, um, I can like new ways to keep learning, just just new ways to keep improving my higher self and keep reaching for that. And I think it's a really good way to just um, to just explore and and know new things and like adapt to new things. And that's really I think um, a strength of mine that I'm really willing to adapt to anything that um, comes my way that is beneficial to me and to other people as well. And yeah. mm -hmm. you, Are you too exposed to uh, uh, the beauty contest, uh, the beauty pageants being held here in the Philippines? Do you watch them on TV? Because uh, uh, some of there are some of them are uh, shown globally. Some of them are live streamed. Uh, so have you been watching uh, beauty contests in the Philippines? And as far as you are uh, Filipinas uh, just the same. So, uh, Celine, do you have you have you had the chance uh, to watch uh, beauty contest in the Philippines uh, via live stream or uh, uh, live telecast? Oh yes, even before, um, even when I, I mean, was in the Philippines, even when I came here, I, me and my mom always watch watches um, Bini Bini Filipinas and also mm -hmm. Miss Universe. We all we always support. Um, the, our representative from the Philippines, we, all, we always support her. And New Zealand as well, yes. Yeah, and about you, Rowling, have you been exposed to all this beauty contest in the Philippines and yes. you know, around the world, like the Miss World, Miss Universe? Yes, well, I have. Even um, even when I was younger with my cousin, my she was a beauty queen called Sarah Katrina Minosa. She was Miss Fire Philippines 2007. So through her, I was very exposed to beauty pageants. And throughout most of my life, and even to today, I always keep up with the latest uh, Filipino pageantry Facebook pages and also social media. And to keep up and also watch the live streams, even of the recent Bini Bini Filipina. And mm -hmm. trying to support our fellow Filipinas who are representing Filipinos throughout the world in the international stage. Okay. So uh, how would you compare? Have you, have you compared uh, your beauty contests with uh, the, the running uh, other beauty contests around the world in the Philippines uh, for one or, or the global uh, beauty contests like Miss Universe? Have you compared them to your contest, to your uh, pageant that you're in now? Probably. Not specifically. Um, not specifically, no. I, I feel that each pageant is different and each pageant has their own advocacies. So mm -hmm. with, you know, with Miss Universe Philippines, it's about being phenomenal woman. And with, you know, Bini Bini Filipinas, it's about the modern Filipina. And with us in in New Zealand, it's about being diverse and embracing the diversity that we have in New Zealand. 
and about empowerment as well. So there are some connections, but they express it in very different ways. Mm-hmm. You, you know, queer boy, uh, I haven't been in New Zealand for quite, I haven't been here long, uh, but I have had, I've heard experience and I've seen and heard that there are Filipinas who have uh, carried the, the torch for New Zealand. So we had, a, before, we had a Miss Universe New Zealand who was half Filipino, half Kiwi. We have a Miss World, uh, Miss World New Zealand who was uh, half Filipino, half Kiwi. We had a Mrs. New Zealand, uh, full Filipina, Mrs. New Zealand who, uh, who went to uh, China to participate in the Mrs. Uh, World uh, pageant. That was right before the pandemic in 2020. So I think these girls, they are, you know, it's beginning to uh, come out in, in different in, in different scenarios. There are Filipino communities who have their own little Miss Philippines. It's beginning to, to come out like that already. Like, because maybe it's for personality development, it's mom who wants to, you know. So I guess... It is. It's not a. It's not a cottage industry. It's not a business. But it's more of a of a movement that uh, that maybe the elders who are who came from the homeland are trying to. They've seen some good things in having a pageant in creating the character of our ladies. I I I don't know yet of a Mister Universe or a, or a, a Mister New Zealand something, but. For the miss, for the female, there, there, there is a growing, like, uh, movement, and uh, I guess it's it's like a stepping stone for for our ladies here. It's not yeah. in the Philippines. It's different because the stepping stone is big leaps, you know, from pageant to movies to whatever to endorsements, but not in in New Zealand. I I don't know about uh, this uh, Miss Kanurao if because in the past. This this is the for uh, in the past it was Miss Asia Pacific, so in Miss Asia Pacific each contestant will go to uh, Miss Globe for example or Miss uh, something. I don't know about this pageant. Probably uh, I wanted to invite the organizer Maricar, but uh, she said uh, she is doing something something else. But in the next uh, edition we will have uh, her and also uh, and also the fashion designer. Uh, 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 what's this? Uh, Dwayne. Dwayne is uh, is is taking care of the. He is a fashion designer here in New Zealand. And are you girls going to? Uh, because he is going to uh, present in the New Zealand Fashion Week. Are you modeling for him on New, in New Zealand Fashion Week? Yes, we are. Ah, okay. Yeah, very good. Very good. Because I'll be there. Jose clothing. Oh, clothing as well. Uh, yeah. Yes. So Dwayne is a Filipino designer. What's your family yes, name? Yes, Dwayne is a Filipino designer. So uh, I've scheduled an interview with Dwayne and Maricar. Both of them are organizers of this pageant. So And then Kuya Boy, that will be the time that we can uh, talk to them also. So back to you, Kuya Boy, with the girls. Also, I, I, I just want to find out who Dwayne is. What's his family name? The Filipino designer. Mayo. Malio, M A double L O. Oh, so uh, is there a chance that if you win in this uh, Miss Carano, Carano, no, uh, you'll be representing Miss uh, New Zealand in uh, uh, a world uh, 
beauty pageant eventually Opo, there are actually there's still the same titles from Miss Asia Pacific International. So there's oh, about, okay. around about four or more that mm -hmm. uh, that there are some girls can go overseas and represent New Zealand overseas. Mm -hmm. the, the recent one was uh, Zell Garcia. She went to uh, Albania, Boy, of all places. This was during the lockdown. So this was Miss Globe, I think it was Miss Globe. So Zell went there to represent uh, New Zealand in Albania during the lockdown. So <laughs> two weeks quarantine pageant back again. So they 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 are they are going to represent the country in in international uh, competitions. I see. Are you guys, uh, Roblin and Celine? Uh... Uh, interested in the movies, like uh, being uh, acting in the movies, for instance, in the future. Um, potentially. I mean, I'm very open to the idea, but I'll. See, I'm very much a go with the flow type of person. If anything happens, then I'll take that opportunity. It's about all taking any opportunity that comes to my door. To be honest. Mm -hmm. Yes, and about you, Celine. Like Roblin as well, interest? I think. If the, opportunity comes, if the opportunity comes, I would I would love to try it. I, I definitely think it'll be a fun experience and just an experience to grow as well. Oh, okay. Pro yeah. yes. Um, yes, queer boy. Oh, uh, were, you, were you about to say something, Rina? No, I, I was thinking that uh, we will be wrapping up our uh, Korero and uh, probably uh, yeah, a couple more questions, Queer Boy. Okay, just uh, uh, for Celine. Celine, I'm quite interested because you grew up in the Philippines. And uh, can you uh, describe uh, to us your youth in the Philippines? How was it, your youth? Um, I left during year six. And I think the difference is just um you're more connected with um the people around you like especially for example in a classroom you know everyone and you're friends with everyone and i think that because um we have a lot of similarities with with each other unlike here um there's it's pretty diverse so um i'm sadly um sometimes there's like groups of friends I mean like groups of people sometimes um the diversity um somewhat separates people a little bit and it but in some cases um diversity diversity also connects people but there's there's just some um scenarios where um people can um prefer to hang out with the people um with um people with their own ethnicities and that kind of makes a diversion within youths, I believe. And yeah, so I believe just um, the similarities with the Filipinos um, in the Philippines, like the, the similarities you share with the community that makes the youth more tight. Um, but I feel like it's just, it's just really different, but I both have their goods and bads with com when it comes to um, the the diversion and the connection of youth. I see. Mm -hmm. About you, Roblin, is that the complete opposite uh, on your case or in your case? 
you were you were born and raised there, so that makes a difference, right? Of course, but because you know, growing up in New Zealand, born and raised in New Zealand, I am very used to learning about different cultures and about different people's backgrounds because because there is so much great diversity here in New Zealand, and it feels like no matter where you go, no matter who you meet, it feels like you are knowing some person's countries by knowing their, uh, by who they are and about their culture through that one person here in New Zealand. Compared to the, New to the Philippines, I know there is so much diversity within the Philippines with, you know, 1, 000, over 1,700 islands in the Philippines, all with their different culture. But at the same time, they all feel quite similar in their own way. So yeah. it feels very uniform at times compared to New Zealand. It's very different and very diverse and very, um, you know, very different. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, yeah, um, I'd like to thank uh, Celine and uh, Roblin for uh, joining us, for sharing a bit of, um, about themselves. And also Kuya Boy, uh, all the way uh, from... Uh, uh, B, uh, Binyan Laguna, Kuya Boy. Oh, San, San Pedro. San Pedro Laguna. Uh, Kuya Boy is is also uh, is an author. He's a book author. He, he is a novelist. He's a teacher. He, he is a film producer. But above I'm all, I think. Up, yeah. I'm coming, coming up with a new book. So I hope you can help me launch my new book in New Zealand. It's uh, Sex Cinema Beyond Pandemic in the Philippines. Oh wow! It's it's like, like part two of your uh, sex My and the cinema. Yes. Mm. Oh the, yeah, of course, we are boy. Of, this is the English version, and it's a uh, it's a uh, kind of well, it's kind of different this time. It's uh, has mm -hmm. uh, a very uh, a comprehensive and uh, uh, insightful uh, analysis of uh, sex in 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 cinema. Okay, so let's uh, schedule something like that also. That's uh, interesting. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Kuya Boy and uh, Roblin and uh, Celine, and all the best. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's not easy to uh, step up and open up yourselves, especially you are now a public uh, figure because uh, you've joined the, the pageant. You cannot say anymore, oh, I'm private. No, you're, you're a public figure. And I guess uh, you have all your titos, your uncles here in New Zealand and queer boy in the Philippines. You can seek for guidance because uh, it's it, it's really is also a shark infested uh, uh, scenario. Uh, the, the pageantry, although in in New Zealand it's it's more of the dolphins. It's it, it's because it's like you know uh, it's not as. Uh, as a dog eat do a cutthroat competition. Thank you very much, Celine. More power to your uh, studies. Okay, and uh, Roblin, uh, looking forward to uh, see you guys when you come up to uh, Auckland. When is the coronation night, by the way? Nice. So the coronation. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can say, so the, it's sometime October, I think. You're saying offline. It's sometime October. No, no definite date yet. Oh. There okay. is a definite date. It's of oh, yeah. October so, 9th. 
Oh, the ninth of October. Okay, yeah. All right. So thank you very much, and uh, all the best to you guys. And also, Kuya Boy, marami salamat. And I'd like to thank our listeners and our viewers for uh, allowing us to come into their homes. And apologies for the technical issues. I am uh, Kuya Nono, Direct Rene for PSTB Five Online. Maraming maraming salamat. Thank you. Take care and God bless. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.